Hello, and here we are for episode three of the Rope to Rope podcast. We're back. We were away last week, but we've got a bumper show for you. And the reason it's a bumper show because we don't have a fucking clue what guests are coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you've got just Dave as always. How are you doing? Uh, I'm not too bad. It's only taken you seven attempts to do the intro. Brilliant. And I've got Alex <laughs> to prove it. So it's been a, a busy week for wrestling. I know you stayed up because I'm old as fuck um, and watch the next day, but you stayed up to watch Backlash. And it was, I'm not going to lie, I was disappointed with the whole the whole thing. I don't know what your opinion was. Uh, some of it was quite good. There was a couple of good matches. Um, I think with, with the main event match, I think they went wrong with the crowd noises. And yeah. I think they went about it the wrong way because I think they assumed it was meant to be the greatest match ever. So it was meant to be the greatest match ever, but instead they kind of brought in all of the greatest wrestlers of all times, special moves or finishing yeah. moves kind of thing. So... I think that I think they they could have done it a lot better than what they did, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't overly a great a great pay per view. What about yourself? I just thought it was lame. I, I didn't like. There was not much I liked. There were certain moments I, I thought Sheamus was decent um, with, with Jeff Hardy. I thought it was an okay match. Oh, we've got someone joining the call, and I actually don't know who it is. So oh, I'm wow. gonna <laughs> admit them to the call. Okay, legit don't know. Tell me when you see them, because I can't see anything. It should be loading on the screen now. I can hear something. <laughs> I can't quite see. There's a cup. Oh, and there's a see. red beard. Where? Hell. Hello. Hey. What's up, guys? So oh, your, your very good friend should be joining us in a moment, and he doesn't know that you're going to be on the call, so it's going to be a surprise Perfect. for him. Got about 20 minutes. Amazing. He'll he'll be on in a moment. How are you doing? No, I'm good. I'm good. So last we spoke, I spoke to you on the show um, a week ago. So above you, you'll see he's called Just Dave, which is a nickname chosen by Ryan. Can you see? Can you see three of us? Two of us? I just see you. Oh, I think we need to scroll across a little bit. If you get. Now I see all you guys. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> How are we doing? I love how mine says McKinley. It's my daughter's name. All right. <laughs> so yeah, it, I kind of didn't. When it came up, I thought this. I think I've invited someone. I don't know who it was. And I said on the call, <laughs> we've got someone random joining. And then we saw the famous beard. Um, so how how have you been keeping? Because it's been a couple of weeks since I spoke to you, and I know that since our interview, everyone's kind of been speaking about it now and that there's loads of news articles because people are interested in what's next for you so has there been any developments going forward oh no not at all <laughs> is that just are you just saying that because we're not allowed to know pretty much <laughs> <laughs> would would fans be very excited about what's next for you thanks man me too <laughs> Yeah. We're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to seeing what's next. So who well, is I, David? Who is David? I've not been formally introduced to David. So he's the one <laughs> with just Dave, he's called. So he's um, the guy, so not me, the other guy. Co-host. <laughs> All right, so co-host. Co-host. Because yeah. <laughs> Lewis has his full name, and you're just David's iPhone. David's iPhone, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing under your name. Yeah, yeah. What was great about speaking to you the first time I had you on the show was it was I didn't know what to expect and I actually did a Q&A myself last week and somebody asked me what who have you interviewed that surprised you the most and I actually said it was you because I kind of didn't know how you would be because I've, I've never seen you talk that much when you wrestle it's just you kind of did your wrestling and, and that was it and to get you on and see that different side was amazing I know we've had so many comments from people kind of saying like wow he was completely different to to what we expected which is is nice so is it nice to kind of get the chance where you can almost be you oh i mean come on man it's 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 wrestling like yeah it's <laughs> part of it's not being you so yeah, uh, cool. <laughs> yeah like and, and if it was me i wouldn't want to read twitter comments from people thinking that it was you <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you feeling now that you've left the wwe are you feeling more free are you, are you excited for what's next for yourself Oh, everybody's free because you know they're they're a machine. You know they they own you, so it's it's good not to be. Yeah. Home. 
just messaged your friend to, to say that his surprise is on because he's currently training with um, Eric and they're meant to be finished now at the Jay Lethal School because they're teasing us. They're not telling us what, but they've got something uh, big planned and they've changed their name on the show. I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but David um, actually chose their new name. And what is it? It's going to be The Awakening. All right, good. I think I copyrighted that this morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can pay me. <laughs> what a music. Do you know what, if, if you told Ryan that, he would he would believe that and he would worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would, he would honestly would. If I told him now that you've had that name and you copyrighted it, he would be like, oh, shit, you know, I didn't, we didn't yeah, realize. Yeah, we, we were like an old married couple on the road. <laughs> what you should prank like? him when he comes on. <laughs> <laughs> what was he like on the road what was he like to, to travel with because that you must spend a lot of time probably more time with the guys you're traveling with than some of your your family members at times so he might say i'm a strange dude but he's a real strange dude <laughs> in what way <laughs> huh? no he just you know you go to the gym with that guy and he's just all he cares about is those inclined bench presses they look up <laughs> on inclined and more than you <laughs> very competitive, <laughs> very competitive. <laughs> he um he never says he well he david's been on and he talks about you a lot but they've never said you're you're strange they always talk about you and they, they laugh as if there's a funny story that they're not telling us they, they just every yeah, time they always. mention your name that they smile as if they're holding something back hmm. so i don't know what it is which i was hoping <laughs> i was hoping he'd be here by now and finish training to, to share with us you know i'm gonna have to leave pretty soon you better hurry up <laughs> not, he's gonna he's gonna be absolutely gutted he missed it he, he really will so how often so, so how often what? have you been training at the moment or has it just been spending a lot of time with your family kind of taking a bit of a rest bit of a break no no rest i i, I you know you feel more more motivated at the gym than you ever did you know but you're sleeping in the same bed every night too so that's a good thing you know so you can get into habits and good habits you know eating We'll plug for trifecta systems uh, nutrition yeah <laughs> nice to be spending time with the family uh, yeah well i'm currently away from them doing something but uh yes it's been very nice to be with the family awesome. do, do you watch much wrestling yourself because I, I speak to a lot of guys and they don't actually kind of every week sit down and watch a different promotion so do you actually kind of watch it yourself uh because i'm still under wwe contract i still got the network so I uh, turned on Backlash for uh, half comedic purposes and half serious purposes. <laughs> I wanted to, to see what, what was going on. Uh, I lost interest in some stuff really quick and then went back and watched it. But... Did you see yeah. the Street Profits? The Street Profits versus the War Raiders match? Ivar is entertaining. Did you? Oh, okay. <laughs> we found yeah we found it a bit too a bit too silly i think over here we were i'm, we I'm hoping confused. i'm i'm hoping uh Tazawa's new uh giant ninja like <laughs> I, I hope it's a thing and he wrestles matches yeah and he stays like that that would be great i think he's he's one of the performance center guys i think i think i saw it on a, on something that they signed him a while ago oh no i i, I don't know who the guy he's a big dude but yeah it'll be interesting to see if they leave him up to it, I think Monday they teased the match with him and Big Show. Yeah, he, the, oh, okay. big, yeah, he was which, on which, the Big which, Show which I, which, I, which I would pay money to see. <laughs> has, he, has he been wrestling for a while then, do you know? Because well, we, we, no. we're not too sure about him. I know when I had my last injury, when I tore my, uh, um, I, I tore my uh, bicep tendon, uh, when I tore that tendon and was coming back, because I tore that at SummerSlam when we were at the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. And then they made me work the next night. Oh, wow. Kind of where we had to drop the belts. And I thought it was the match was going to be something really quick. We'd lose. But no, it was like a, a no disqualification match with the New Day, just some crazy, you know, match. And they, but, and they knew about your injury. Hmm? And they knew about your injury as well. Oh, yeah. That was me, just you know, doing doing what a good good guy's supposed to do, you know. Yeah, of good course. employee, good employee, loyal. 
That's it's amazing that you get free to, uh, network for being part of it. I didn't. That's not something I've never even kind of. Considered. Well, now that I told you that, it's probably they canceled. So thanks for that. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Perks of the job. But yeah, when I was uh, coming back from injury for there, I saw this big, huge guy trying to run the ropes. So I think he was pretty much starting up when I had hurt myself. Uh, was that two two thousand eighteen? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully he'll be he'll be there because I mean that was a good a good angle. But in general, I thought it was a disappointing pay per view. Just it didn't feel exciting. I didn't like the fake crowd noise in the main event, and just a little bit underwhelming. I found. <coughs> what was underwhelming? Uh, backlash. I mean, we both kind of thought it was a little bit underwhelming for us. And I mean, there was a lot of rumours a couple of weeks ago that you were actually coming back um, with the Jeff Hardy's uh, storyline when they hinted there was someone with a, they had a ginger beard and like Twitter just went nuts yeah. with your name and everyone was kind of excited that it was going to be you. And then it was Seamus. No, there's only room for one ginger right now on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, I think Sammy Zane's taking some time off. <laughs> Did you see the main event with Autumn versus Edge? Uh, so I, th I think I had to leave during that, but from what yeah. I've heard, it was a good match. Randy never yeah. disappoints. It's Edge, so yeah, of course you could you, you could put them two in the ring together. It's always going to be a very good match. Oh yeah, greatest ever. I think that sucks to yeah. have that. I mean, <laughs> that's 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 probably the worst thing. I hate that. <laughs> the greatest match ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's 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 like having a stairs match. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a very good match, but it uh, definitely not the the greatest ever kind of thing. So yeah, not at all. Um, I think when they put on a very good match, but I think people expected even more than I think they were always going to expect even more, even if it was the greatest match ever. I think I people would have expected and expected. I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm I'm sure it was probably like a very very good match and probably better than a lot of stuff you see nowadays. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. It was the okay. I think the 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 crowd noise was a bit. A bit silly. Yeah. They kind of you can see there's not very many people in there, and then they had kind of like a sixty thousand people like crowd noise in the, in the background, which is a bit a bit bizarre to watch. <laughs> so where where's where where are the boys? They're training with um, Jay Lethal, and they're meant to be finished by now. And he's due to come on, and he's taken a little bit of of time with it. I've just prompted him saying your surprises here, because they know there was a surprise, but they didn't know who it was. So. Well, yeah. Connor's probably Connor's probably winded. He can't breathe, <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably trying to take a cold shower or something, so he uh, so he doesn't appear all this disheveled and out of shape. And you can tell him I said that. I can't believe how white his teeth are. Oh, what's that? I can't believe how white his teeth are. When he smiled when I first interviewed him, I kind of had to step back for a bit. He's got the whitest yeah. teeth out of anybody I've, I've interviewed. We have to put sunglasses I, on. I always thought they were veneers, but I don't think they are. No, no, very good. I think he has very good dental hygiene. <laughs> um, one thing I did want to um, very quickly speak to you about and just get your opinion and thoughts on is it seems when Raw or SmackDown has a bit of a ratings dip that they reach out to former talent to try and get the ratings up. For instance, we had Christian returned on Monday Night Raw and had a, a bit of a, a thing with Ric Flair and, and Randy Orton. What are your thoughts on that when they have to reach back out to get established names? And bring them back. Do you are you all for that? Do you think that there is a lot of talent within the roster that they could use if they use them correctly? I think people concentrate too much on ratings. Yeah, I I, I really do. And like, if if the show's still on the air, the ratings are good enough. Yeah, yeah. If absolutely. they can, if they cancel the show, the ratings suck. So just leave it alone. Yeah, people need yeah. to stop worrying about that. Like, and then it, you know they always talk about talent being over and. I mean, but who's making the needle go up and down? Like, is there one person that really makes it go up? And if it is up, it's like a slight dip, and then the next week it might be down, and the next week it'll be like way up. So, I don't know. I, I never like to concentrate on that stuff. There's yeah, a lot of I pressure think, as well. Uh, yeah. A lot of people over here are tending to watch NXT opposed to Raw and SmackDown at the moment because they find it a more enjoyable kind of believable product i'd say at the moment I, I think with raw and smackdown it's you can almost predict what's going to happen in the ending of the match whereas nxt it's a little bit more you kind of you're not you're not sure what's going to happen next kind of thing 
Mm. I don't know. I tried to <laughs> I tried to switch through some wrestling yesterday and uh, at the hotel, and I was going back and forth, like between AEW and NXT, and like I didn't know what I was watching. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so I'm so out of it. I saw I saw some uh, some woman named Abedin Abedon. Oh, okay, and that was all character on AEW. Oh, of course. And I'm like, okay, that's really cool, but <laughs> I want to see where it goes. Like, she didn't kill the person. The person got up and walked away. It looked like she killed somebody. Yeah, yeah. Have you watched too much of AEW? What do you think of it as a as a fresh new product? I mean, it's it's fresh. It has you know matchups, but with with anything wrestling, like matchups are always going to get old with the fans. Fans yeah. nowadays they tweet and complain about everything, so it's it won't surprise me yeah. when they tweet and complain that certain guys they think should be getting a look up there, they go up there, and then the same thing happens. Like they can't push everybody. Yeah, and I think that's that's the, fans don't, the fans don't realize that it's a show with many <laughs> different moving parts that offer many different you know varieties of entertainment. And uh, I think the fans need to realize that uh, enjoy what you enjoy because what you enjoy is not what somebody else enjoys. So of course, AEW seems to be trying to go to a, a wider audience. I think. Yeah, of course. I think with with a lot of people these days, I think. Opposed to enjoying the wrestling like myself and Lewis does, I think a lot of people tend to just critique it and they can't enjoy it anymore. Yeah. And they're experts on it. You know, everyone's an expert now. They talk about as if they know. I mean, my, I look at my Twitter and every single person knows backstage and they know the spoilers and everything that's going to happen. And it's just, you know, enjoy what you're watching. You don't need to know beforehand the show you're about to watch because where's the fun in that? That's like watching a film, but reading the plot line and what happens before you go into the cinema to watch it. Uh, it's 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 funny. It's like like you say, everyone's their own credit critic, and everyone's open to their opinion. But when fans try to like down wrestlers, saying that they're terrible, they're they're so bad. Well, have you wrestled? Do you have training? Like, how do you how do you know they're bad? Yeah. How do you know they're not booked to do a certain thing to showcase a certain a move set? Like, mm. people get too hung up on that. I think. I've, I've seen it so many times where people, you know, crap on the way somebody works and then they're booked a little different and then they're like, oh, this guy's so good. Well, it's the same guy. Yeah. I don't think people understand that. Like, everyone's up there for, for a reason. They have a certain appeal and they perform, you know, a certain way. Some people better at it than others, but everyone offers something uni unique. You know, yeah, I, I just, I just wish that the fans would stop being so much critic. But then again, you know, the only thing I ever cared about in the business was the respect of my fellow workers. You know, if I have the respect of my workers and they want to work with me, that's all I wanted. I don't, you know, like you can, you can, you can care about having this big fan base, but you know, oh, you're gonna make all this money, you got the big fans, like. But if you're really a, a student of the craft and you want to perform at a high level, which is what most people want to do with professionalism because they love the business, then you go for that respect to your coworkers, you know? Well, I know that you, you've got limited time because you're, you're on a lunch break. And I know for a fact Ryan's going to be absolutely gutted when he finally comes on the call after doing his training session, being winded. That he's missed out because he always talks about you and they always say oh we, we would love it if he was on the show and then we finally yeah, done I, it we, we've told I, I said to him I've got a big surprise and and he's late calling you what what message would you like to give him <laughs> what time was he supposed to be on this call uh half past so 20 minutes ago so he's fashionably <laughs> late now this is the problem I had with him on the road. Like, man, <laughs> if, if 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 you're if if you're you know five minutes early, you're late. Like, hurry up, be on time, be punctual. Yeah. You know, it's like you try to meet downstairs at the hotel. Is he going to show up twenty minutes late? You know, then you're sitting in the car for twenty minutes waiting for him to get out of the hotel. I'm not saying that he did that with me, but come on, man, what's he doing with you guys? <laughs> be a man of your word. He's a weekly host as well. He's on this every single week, um, but it, it, he seems to be really pumped. Whatever he's, he's got, he's, he's, 
like, like what he's too busy training. Like I'm, I'm busy right now. I'm on my lunch break <laughs> eating. I'm trying not to, I'm trying to close my mouth while I'm eating, but like, you know, I'm not trying to talk with you guys, but I thought Ryan and, uh, <laughs> is your message to him to stop being late? Hmm? <laughs> is your message to him to stop being late? Yeah, be punctual, man. <laughs> <laughs> like if I can make if I if I can make it here on my lunch break, you can make a lunch break. I mean, absolutely. You know, the, the ring ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got to be gutted because he. Like, I'm he, sure he's he got a. I'm sure he's got a key to his school. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, when you go, I guarantee two minutes later he'll just rock up and have no clue that we've had you on. <laughs> he's gonna. He won't believe it until he watches back and sees that you've told him off. You know what I'm going to randomly call in um, when I stop over at Kem Kennedy School in the middle of the ring. Well, I have a hold on. And I'm, I'm going to show the camera in my face as I have a headlock put on, applied to me. And I'm going to say, I still made it. <laughs> <laughs> when, when is this going to be? Hmm? When, Future when's... time. Future time. That would be brilliant. That would definitely teach me. But it's so nice to get you on because, like David said to me before, he said, "What's what's he like?" And I said, "He's just really cool, like a really cool guy." And when I done the interview, we put it online. Everyone was just like, "He's so cool." I've had people email me wanting to know where they can send stuff for you, where they can pay you to sign stuff. I mean, people just love you, and they they love that you're out there. Yeah, and people watching this, I'm not really this dirty. This is just makeup, so <laughs> calm down. But uh, tell, tell him he, he missed out. Well, thank of you course. so much for, for we, taking we can just we, we can we can just uh, blame Eric, though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. He's, uh... So when Eric's on, Eric's on say, Connor, he doesn't blame you. He, he knows it's Eric. Is Eric the one? Eric, Eric, Eric moves at his own pace. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he seems really punctual. Out of all the ones I've interviewed, he's kind of always been the one that's on time or the first on the call. Until me. Well, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, guys. Back on time. Yeah, give, give, him, give him the best and I'll, and I'll watch to hear him bury me. Of course. Thank you very much for joining us. All Thank right, you. Have a good pleasure. Bye. Thank you very much. Take care. Well, that's a very good surprise. Fantastic. Eric Redbeard. Well, do you know, when I seen the name come up, I thought, who the fuck is McKinley? <laughs> it's like, who yeah. the fuck? <laughs> but it's his daughter's name, so. But That's what, so what, cool. What a fantastic guest to have. First one, but Ryan's missed out. And it'll be, it'll be the chance that he comes on in just a second now, won't he? Yeah, goof. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that... The, the best clip of the last podcast was I said it to you, just because it made me laugh, was when you, for a small second to Darren Young, uh, Fred Rossi, you did the Bushwhacker uh, thing, and I edited it into... <laughs> 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 I edited so is... that clip into, uh, into the, the Bushwhacker theme, and honestly, I watch it every night before I go to bed. So is there anything wrestling-related you'd like to bring up for the time being? Yeah, so well, you hit the nail on the head, really, with um, the, the main event. And the one thing that kind of took me with that is when you put pressure on something. So it was deemed the best, the greatest match before it even happened. And I think to put that kind of pressure on the match was always going to make it underwhelming. Because when you say, it's like when I say to you before, oh, this is going to be the best thing ever. And sometimes we've gone and done it. You're like, it was all right. But because I've bigged it up a little bit too much, it's underwhelming yeah, when you look back. Absolutely, I think especially with, with, with the stage being what it is, Backlash, one of their biggest pay-per-views, it's two of the greatest wrestlers of all time. To put that label on it, I didn't think was fair. I thought it was a very good match, um, but I think they kind of, I think maybe as, as a fans, we kind of misunderstood it, but by best match ever, all we saw was like, it was a very good match, but it was best moves, like greatest wrestlers moves of all time. So I thought that was a bit of a... Um, bit of a strange thing. It was good though, it was very enjoyable. Um, but like Eric, obviously he, he enjoyed the, the tag team match. Um, we can give our opinions on that now as well. Um, I thought it, I just thought it was a bit too silly. Shit. Well, I, don't, I don't know what you think. It was shit. Absolute shit. It was honestly, I, I didn't find it remotely funny and it was just 
I like comedy, and mm. I think when I like what Jericho does in AEW, I like what the Inner Circle do. Yeah. I think if you've got the ability to do that, but I think WWE are re recycling everything that AEW are doing, be it the the audience members at the moment, be it doing the comedy routines. I just think they're looking, hearing it works, and be like, oh, let's take yeah. that. It's just... And they're not doing it correctly. It's almost like AEW are kind of... Their, their sense of humour is for everybody. So you'll see, you see a little kid will sit down and see Jericho put that cone on his head and start doing this silly laugh and they'll love it. We can sit down, we can watch that and we'll really enjoy it. Whereas I think it's almost, it's almost like cheesy Nickelodeon kind of yeah. sense of humour um, with the WWE and, and that match that they have. Because do you remember the, the green tail that came out? It was meant to be some sort of mythical monster when yeah, they fell yeah, into yeah. the skin. Yeah, I do, yeah. And then that green tail came out. It just thought, it's just, it's just a bit silly now, isn't it? I think why it didn't work is because they put too much production into it, whereas AEW is very organic. It, they, it was just, it happened. There was no amazing production that went into it. But WWE tried to almost take that idea, jazz it up a little bit, put it to us and say, this is, we can do yeah. better. And actually it, it failed. And I don't think I've seen a single comment where people actually yeah. enjoy so, that match. Like my brother Christian also pointed out, uh, I like to say this because once you're pointing it out, it's kind of understandable. I think we've kind of, the way the world's going and things like this, I think to have Akira Dazawa, this is what my brother said, dressed up kind of thing as a like karate kind of like ninja thing, isn't it? Doesn't it's almost playing to a stereotype at the same time and could be seen as racist, um, which is understandable because you're you're dressing a Japanese man up as as this so-called like ninja and this and I, I thought it was a little bit it was daft, very very silly, but at the same time it could it could also be misconstrued. No, I, yeah, I agree with that, and I think. WWE are guilty of doing that with a lot of things and that's why when I had well we had I had it Fred Ross on my show then we had him on the podcast and I kind of said to him before did you ever feel like a um, a poster boy and what I meant by that is I feel like if you were to be a certain um, race uh, a certain sexuality you know anything in WWE I, I kind of feel like at times they might take that and maybe get a nice media coverage out of it or maybe get a, a nice storyline to it and i i understand yeah. playing to your strengths sometimes but i think there's got to be a, a time and a place i think it as well if like if we're going to go on kind of playing to strengths and kind of i, th I think the with the the jeff hardy and sheamus kind of angle they did i thought obviously i think i assume with the rest of they agree to the angles or they don't do them or it's written and then they give it i'm not we're, we're not too sure i guess um, but I think to play on kind of him getting arrested for his alcohol problems and things like that, I think very, very insensitive. Um, they did it years and years ago with, my dad put this out to me because I didn't remember it, uh, with Hawk, uh, one of the Road Warriors. Yeah. And they did the whole kind of alcohol angle with him at the same time and he was an alcoholic, uh, my dad told me. Uh, so I just think things like that kind of, I think personal life's best kept on the, kept where it is kind of thing. But unless, unless Jeff put it forward, unless it was kind of agreed to, then I, th I think it seemed to be really, really insensitive. The way I look at that is, I mean, Jeff was suspended numerous times for those yeah. from WWE. So how can you then say, actually, let's make light of it and make it into a storyline. We suspended you for, yeah. you know, for having in real life. But it's it's also been on TV as well. It's it's commonly yeah. known. I'm, I'm not sure the, the name of the paper, maybe that's Slammiversary or Bound for Glory. Um, oh, but there was okay. also the match versus Sting. Sting. And Bischoff and everybody had to come out and they had to, kind of stopped the match and had to physically hold him down while he was intoxicated. Um, so I think it has unfortunately been brought into into kind of personal life and into wrestling, but I thought it was really, really unfair. Did you, I mean, at the time as well, Matt Hardy actually um, tweeted, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but he actually um, sent a tweet, something to Tony Khan, kind of saying, look, thank you so much, I'm glad I worked for you. It, was all, it just happened after the Jeff Hardy storyline. So I kind of think it was his way of saying, thank God I'm out of there. I think he watched that and was just, it was hard not to be offended. And I, I wanted to ask you actually, because you're really good at knowing stuff, um, but I don't necessarily see. Um, the the formerly, the revival in WWE, as they were known. FTR. They, yeah, they sent that tweet out and I sent it to you and I don't know what, what they meant by it. It was something like, yeah, we've seen it. Yeah, it, we, it wasn't, I can't remember what it was, but I sent it to you and I don't understand if it was aimed at backlash. What 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 kind of time was this with this sentence? I'm not sure if I've seen this 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 message. Yeah, I, I can find it now. Um, but yes, it just of course, it, was, of course. it was so cryptic, um, and it was just one of those things that I just didn't understand. Um, 
and I was trying to work out what they meant because they tweeted it and everyone was tweeting them back saying, thank God you're out of there. You're so lucky you're away from it now and all of that stuff. So I kind of assumed that it was something bad and yeah, they knew. Oh, this is this this is the kind of thing with AEW. I think everybody's seen it as their kind of escape going away, which is kind of, they can go somewhere. They can almost have a, a freedom um, and maybe like a creative freedom as well. Because I, if you see Matt Hardy was given his... He, he chose his gimmick in, in TNA or Impact as it's known now. Um, and now he's doing doing it again, the broken, all that kind of thing. And so it's, I think for, for AEW, I think it's almost like grass is green on the other side, I think, if you're in WWE. Can't find the tweet. And I was say, if we went through our Instagram conversation, we'd be here an hour trying to find it. But it was something really cryptic. But I think a lot of people that have either been released or they've left, I think they're taking a step back now, kind of being like, we're, we're, we're good that we're out there. And I'm not slating WWE. I like the product. I mean, me and you are going to, uh, for the love of wrestling, we're meeting Jeff Hardy, we're meeting Goldberg, we're meeting... Yeah. I, I, I love it, but I'm not liking as it is now. I'm, I'm not excited by it at all. Yeah, I'll definitely be completely 100% honest. I've, after Backlash, I'm probably not going to watch the product for a while now. I'm seeing clips, this, that, and the other, but only because that's for personal preference. And hmm. I don't like to see, in my opinion, where I think they're going. And it's almost like, with watching that's like certain silly moments that they've had, it's almost like watching early two thousands kind of WCW, and yeah. we all know how that ended up. So it's kind of it's it's almost sad to watch, and with a lot of people being there that aren't necessarily on TV, and that's kind of that's the goal. Like they're, they're wasting so many people, in my personal opinion. Like Ricochet, Ricochet is the perfect example, one of the biggest wrestlers of the Indies, and now I think they put him in a tag team with Cedric Alexander. So I'm told. And someone um, else I think they wasted is Elias. Elias, yeah. Um, it's like I said, there's there's many you can't have everybody on TV like Eric said a second ago. Um, but I think it's just it seems unfair to kind of just keep them there and not be on TV for a, a good few years if you're if you're working your butt off and you deserve to be on TV essentially. Do you know? I mean, Ro Eric Rowan, um, Eric Redbeard. He's only done my interview in, since he's been released in regards to a video interview, and he doesn't do podcasts. So the fact we've got him on, I think that's that's huge because he doesn't do them. If you type in on YouTube, Eric Rowan interview, or uh, you won't find any. You'll find mine, and that's literally it. And yeah. now we've got this. Um, man, what a, what a funny man as well. Exactly. So what, <laughs> what were you? Because you said to me, "Oh, what was he like?" Now you spoke to him. What's your opinion? Because I think he's quite dry and funny. Yeah, at first, a bit scary, almost like when we met Rhino. Um, oh, wait there, can you please, just so I can send him this clip, because I've, spoke, I've spoken just openly with everyone, but let's hear it from just Dave. Talk us through the day that we both interviewed Rhino face-to-face -face and your recollection of what happened. What was the year? 2016? 16, I think it was, yeah, in Falmouth. Yeah, so 2016, um, we were about to interview Rhino, Terence Guerin, um and so we walk in and he's just sat on his sofa and we're uh, like the sofa in, kind of in backstage so we walk in we're like oh, okay he's not he's not looked at us he's not said anything we thought oh no this is this is not going to be fun at all uh so we he literally looks at us i think he did he point at the sofa to say sit down yeah didn't say anything we were kind of like oh no so we sit down beside him we're like how are you doing and he's just kind of he's not looking at us no eye contact he's going yeah and he's just sat on his phone we're like oh no this isn't good about, I think he left it going a while. I think it was about five minutes later of just like blunt answers before we started the interview. Yeah. And then he just turns, gives us like a massive nudge. He's like, oh, I'm only playing with you. This, like, the other. Like, oh, God. Your I'm face, so I always remember. <laughs> I've never been so scared in my life. My first ever wrestling interview. It was your first ever interview. And you, you had the question. <laughs> I remember you, you were looking at me, you were going like that. And I was going, and then when he said it was cool and he was like oh i'm just ribbing i always do that to make people feel relaxed i thought relaxed i said like, fucking shaking i nearly had a heart attack i was terrified <laughs> growing up the thing is as well we was at that time we wasn't used to speaking to or meeting wrestlers or anything so it's kind of like they're in general they're this big kind of like yeah. big superstar we're like oh my god like and we we kind of it was like, oh my god it's rhino like this is this is big um and then we're like oh no he's not speaking to us he's not being very nice and then about yeah about five minutes maybe ten minutes into it he kind of was yeah i'm only messing with you and we were like oh. <laughs> <laughs> my stomach sunk i was like oh as he nudged his body he fell off the edge of the sofa 
Do you know, the best thing about it all was I was kind of trying to say to you, look, look, interview's fun because I've done it like for years and I was trying to get you into it. And then we go there, he does that. And then the guy filming it <laughs> halfway through the interview fails to tell us that the camera stopped recording. And at the end he goes, oh, about five minutes into it, it stopped recording. We're like, right. So how much did you get? Five so minutes. So he didn't tell us. So you didn't think to kind of stop us and say it stopped filming yeah. and then we could have sorted it out. So we only got out and it was a really good interview. I remember me and you, we loved it and we only got five, six minutes. Um, we, won't we won't disclose Owen's name either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was thinking, I thought it was um, Naomi, but yeah, it was. It was Owen. It was Owen, yeah, yeah. Who has his own wrestling company now, did you know? Who does? Owen. Okay. Dreams, well, that's something dream state. British wrestling as well. So hopefully, hopefully we'll, we'll get to meet Eric and yeah, well, the two Eric's uh, and, and Ryan in person as well. Hopefully when they come over and get to see them wrestle as well, that'd be nice. Meet them in person finally. Well, well, they've spoke to me and you about it and kind of they want us to find the best promotions. And I'm sure we can. Yeah. Well, we've we've obviously we've given a few to avoid, so we've got the the, the good ones on there as well. <laughs> you know what? I love I love it when we're cryptic. <laughs> it's so funny. But do you know what? Genuinely, I was thinking the other day, I thought this is our third podcast. It's we've only done three. Now I've been looking at every person that starts podcasts and the guests that we they've got. We've done this yeah. and we've had both members of formerly the Ascension and uh, the Ascension, now the Awakening. Um we've had Heath Slater and we've had Darren Young. And now we've just had yeah. er Eric Rowan slash Redbeard. But that's insane. Can I also add? how how nice they've all been as well it's not yeah it's not like i think a lot of people that meet the wrestlers they meet them in airports at night time when you're feeling very tired and they say oh i met da -da -da, he wasn't very nice mm. at the end of the day they're very busy people you're gonna be a bit tired so i'm gonna say yeah have a quick foot and then they're gonna go they've not had much sleep the one or every person that we've had on the on the podcast so far you couldn't you couldn't fault in any any way shape or form they've all been fantastic people well i'm gonna message parmeter and say um parmeter and say you're late <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, but do you have any other wrestling topics you'd like to discuss before Ryan comes yeah, on? Only because you just brought like we were speaking about. I want to, because me and you, like, although I annoy the shit out of you, we do everything together, wrestling wise. And we've, in five years, been to so many events. I kind of want us to talk about the people we've met and what we've thought of them. So I think that'll actually be quite interesting. I know the, the first event is me and you didn't know each other and we lived in a very small place. I didn't know anyone else who liked wrestling. I had tickets to the show and me and you went in 2015 or 16 or, or whatever it was, and it was in Plymouth for Billy Gunn, to Jerry, Rockstar, Spud. Um, Plymouth in the UK for any Americans watching. Yeah, it was in the UK um, in a place called Plymouth. It was great. We met loads of stars. Wow. <laughs> that was really bad, wasn't it? Ah. Was right, continue your story. Um, and then we met Billy Gunn, who you two just got on so well. There was an instant where you went in a ring with him, cocked up a little bit, but that's a memory for life. But you two are my favourite wrestlers of all time, so I think I'm going to be a little bit, a little bit hesitant and scared. Uh, but you, you spoke to him for ages backstage. I, I remember because yeah. he did a meet and greet, and you met him there. But then afterwards, you were talking to him for a good. It was just you and him talking. Well, the, the, the nicest thing was he he called me over, sat me down, kind of thing. We, there's pictures, many pictures of me and him sat down having a bit of a, a laugh and a, a giggle together, um, which is just one of the best things I've kind of ever been involved in. But also, the same at that same event, I think it was. We met Rockstar Spud, didn't we? Oh. Um, I'm not going to call him Drake Maverick because he's Rockstar Spud. It always will be to me. Um, but he, he's by far one of the nicest people I've, I've ever, I think, come across in general, let alone being a wrestler kind of thing. Um, so hopefully one day, fingers crossed, we'll everyone, get on it and discuss this with him. Tell everyone what he let you touch as well. Or you oh, it's both tight. <laughs> yeah. I don't think a lot. Of, I don't think a lot of the uh, the fans that be watching now will know about that unless they because a lot of a lot of our fans I think mostly are just WWE fans. Uh, so when he was wrestling at Impact, he used to wear a bow tie. He was kind of like EC3s, almost like lap dog. They used to say, um, but yeah, he used to wear like a bow tie, didn't he? And that he took it off and like wrong. put it there on me. So <laughs> I apologise. Yeah, that that came out wrong. Um, and then the best thing for me would be was when we met Tajiri because. You, he wouldn't talk to you were going over having a conversation he's like oh don't speak english and you kind of said to him well you used to do segments on smackdown talking english i've seen you talk english and you were having this kind of thing with him where you were saying i've seen you speak english and he's going oh, no, 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 no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um moving got, uh, any, any more 
any more topics about this week or in previous weeks you'd like to discuss that we've not discussed yet? So with I'm still liking um, AEW, and I wasn't a fan of um, the wrestling without an audience because it just some something about it for me doesn't feel right. And I, I, I think AEW is smashing it. I'm actually enjoying the products. The only thing, and we spoke about it before, is I'm disappointed with the amount of big talent they've had go over there and they've uh, debuted without an audience. I just think when you look at people like yeah, Brody and Matt, I think, I think the reaction has been huge. I th I, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. But at the same time, they need to move on with their business. They need to do the best thing possible for their ratings at the same time. They need to keep pushing forward, pushing forward. Yeah. And people, at the end of the day, people are going to get disinterested by what like you said a second ago. You don't, sometimes you feel like not watching like a wrestling product because there's no fans. Um, but I think that's kind of, what they've done clever is that obviously NXT did it with Killer Cross as well. He had a debut, which was fantastic as well. Um, but I think they've kind of, that's, that's what they've done. Right. I think, I think FTR would have had probably one of the biggest pops in the last yeah. 10 years, just like edge at the rumble. I think it would have been absolutely massive. Um, but at the same time, they need to continue. They need to move on. And at the end of the day, they'd be fantastic since they've been there. One really good match, one really good promo. It's fantastic. I can't really complain about it. To be fair, I completely agree with you. I think it's the best product out there to watch. I mean, I know you don't watch Impact at the moment, but Impact seems to no. be improving. They get, they kind of getting this momentum. Um, going I'm, I'm keeping it. Uh, this is one thing that you've reminded me now that I wanted to bring up. So, sorry, clip this morning. I don't watch it too often, but I, I pay attention to their Instagram, uh, and they put a clip up. I think last night, and Moose in the middle of the ring wins his match. And I don't know if you've seen this, no. but they start playing in the background EC3's music. So his old music, like oh. Trouble, Trouble, Trouble. So that starts playing, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then the music stops, and then they put Moose's music back on. So it's either, because obviously they're allowed to do what they want. They own the rights to the music. They can play mind games as much as they want. People can start watching it, and oh, wow, this is amazing. So it's clever. But at the same time, if he goes there, that's massive. That is absolutely massive, because I, I think he's going to be one of the strongest people to come out of the, the, the release as well. If you watch all his, because it's so, it's so cryptic. And, He's made sure that he's that he's talked about daily, every single day, and he's done these videos and cryptic videos and all kind of really bizarre. And he's created this brand new character it's that's, awesome. by the looks of things, going to be massive. Like he's been EC3 since we've known yeah. him, like Ethan Carter the Third. He's always been that. So for him now to change up the gimmick, it's like wow, I need, I can't wait to see. And it's the same with with the formerly known as the Ascension, the Awakening. It's it's fantastic to see what they're going to do next because in NXT they're phenomenal. Well, you said about EC3. I, I've been emailing him, and there's a delay in our interview, which impact you, you can't do. It. If if you're part of Impact or you're signing them, you can't do interviews without going through their press team. Um, most other promotions you can, so it's probably a good indication that he's going over there. Um, I would if, say. If, oh, okay. But you've also got the you've got Gallows and Anderson soon, correct? On your yeah. personal challenge. Have you been following them on Twitter? Everything they're yes. saying is just leading to New Japan. It, it really it's, is. Yeah. Uh, unless something else comes out in the woodwork. I think, like I said, I speak for a lot of people. I think when I say I hope they go to AEW because yeah. they've got the best tag team division Imagine in the, in that, the world. That's, that's a tag team division you would never even, like, if you said a year ago there was going to be one company that had and you listed the tag teams, you, yeah. you would literally be like, no never going to happen their, their, their tag team division is phenomenal and i think personally they're going to end up with a six-man tag team division everything's leading to them having six-man tag team titles because you've now got hardy with with um private party you've got jurassic express you've got the inner circle you've got the elite there's plenty of six-man it could be silly it could be a silly thought but it's it's that's what i personally i think it's leading to um, I, think with, I don't go on. i think with with I, I think that people like Gallows and Anderson, I think if they were to go there, obviously another team is going to kind of go down the pecking order, obviously. But I think if, if the formerly known as the Ascension are going to go there as well, um, which I would absolutely love because, like I said, it's my favourite company. I'd, I'd pop for that quite hard. Um, I think it'd be just, it, it's already the best tag team division in the world. It'd just become probably the best tag team division of all time, in my pers personal opinion. Everyone's got a different opinion, so. What I like is with Matt Hardy at the moment with Private Party is it reminds me of the earlier, uh, the late Attitude Era with Michael Hayes and the Hardy Boys where Michael was their mentor and used to do some stuff with them. And it just reminds me yeah. of that. And it's kind of nice to look full circle and see Matt Hardy 20 years later 
um, still yeah. going, but he's now in a position where he's kind of that mentor. And I looked at that, yeah. and I re- it just reminded me of Michael Hayes and, and the Harley. So I love that. It just it was yeah. nice. I, I, I could I I never thought of that if I'm honest with you, but, but yeah, it's a good observation for sure. I think because they're both very very young lads, very young wrestlers as well. So I think he's definitely can lead them in the right direction, as as with most other wrestlers. Like you've got Sammy Gavari, but Jericho that's going to be leading them in a certain direction. Plenty of wrestlers have got like they've got their experienced wrestlers as well. So Luchasaurus, don't know if you know, but he's been wrestling for a while now, and he's kind of he's tagging up with um, Jungle Boy. So they've they've all kind of they've got their seniors looking onto them to making sure that they're gonna I, I, I think succeed and make sure they're going down the right path kind of thing. I think it, in my personal opinion, I think it's leading to a six man tag division. When you look at people that have left WWE and then gone on to kind of reinvent themselves the best, I would say the two that stands out for me is Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho. So I think the fact Easily. that they're, they're kind of now mentoring people, imagine how lucky Sammy Guevara is. I mean, he's gone into this company. He was great on the indies, but he has now been yeah. given a platform and he's had someone with him saying, right, you need to do this, portray yeah. this kind of character, be a bit funny, yeah. be a bit quirky with it. And that's exactly what he's doing. And we've got to mention when we talk about AEW, they have, without a doubt, the greatest heel in wrestling today in the fact that they do it and outside, yeah. the keep it kayfabe, yeah. Absolutely. He's, he, he reminds me of old school Shawn Michaels and Diesel. That's what he reminds me of. And I can't, I can't, for the life of me, get that out of my head when I look at him. I think he's cocky, he's arrogant, but he can also back it up. And then you've yeah. got the quiet guy behind, which was Diesel. The big guy, you had kind of, deal with all of all of the problems he's got at, like so it's that's that's the, the only thing i can see is just because i think he's gonna be massive and he's i think 24 i might be wrong but i think he's 24 um so i, I think he's he's he just screams Shawn michaels for me but um, i think i was gonna say because you're you like I, i've said on this podcast before you're a much i'm a big wrestling fan but not on the level that you are um and a lot of the guys when i watch AEW, i remember when we first watched it together we always watch our shows together and I'd be like, who's this? Who's that? And you would tell me so much about them from the indies. And what I remember one person you always spoke about was MJF. And you literally said, wait and see. Yeah. He's going to be one of the biggest. And look, well, that was not even a year ago you said that. And now, look, people yeah. call him the greatest heel. Absolutely. I think, yeah, I've, I've watched him for a while now. I saw him at uh, Creator Pro. Um, I knew about him from there. He was also on this. My brother used to watch this YouTube um, YouTube, I can't remember what it's called now, but he was on this YouTube series before he was famous as well and wrestling properly. And he was just, you could tell, you could tell, he was just, uh, just a different class above everybody else kind of thing that he, that he steps in the ring with normally. Um, and that's why I say, like, I don't, I'm not sure if we spoke about this match yet, but I want to bring it up again if, if we have, was Jungle Boy versus MJF uh, at the last pay-per-view. Because that was just, for two, for two young lads to put on a match like that was just exceptional. You said it was the best match of the whole night, didn't you, as well? Oh, easily, easily. Brody Lee versus um, Moxley was a very good match as well. But I just thought old school wrestling. Yeah, there was a few like suicide dives and this that, and the other. But it was just it was a fantastic match. Really, really good match. So Palmer's he, he's got a lot of answering to do to us. This is so unlike him. How honestly, when he comes on, if he, comes, <laughs> ne- he owes us an apology next week. But I, I don't want to give anything away for next week because I know you're very good at keeping it as a surprise but the other thing i want to say for our, our people that are watching next week we have two names that i really think uh it's going to be yeah two names um i think it's going to be one of the best podcasts we've done and i, I say that on the basis of the stories they're going to have the names that they are and i think you there's one that i've said to you before that i think you and him are just going to be yeah. so good and i think i think one of them when people see him, it's going to speak for itself. I think at the end of the day, I think when you think of his name, yeah, it's a his, his. <laughs> when you speak of his name, you think, wow, like just, yeah, yeah. he's 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 one of the, one of the big guys in wrestling. So, and but, hey, yeah. no, I was lucky. To, I mean, that's going to be next week. We got that, and I I, I put because the the one guy that I said that you're going to get on really well with, and when this other name came up, and I thought, do you know what? If we have them two on a podcast, because they work together, so they're going to have stories. Yeah. But I'm just looking forward to seeing you with, because I've, I know this person, and hearing them talk, they have a lot of the same opinions as you. Should, should we find? Should we see if we can give it a bit of a hint or a clue, or give them a decade, or give them? Yeah, you can give them a clue, but don't give it away. It's got to be a surprise. But give a clue. I'd say think, but one of them think nineties, all that nineties. 
well, probably late 90s. Attitude Era, we'll get that for one of them. And yeah. I think one, you should think early 2000s. Definitely. Um, so, big, big name. Yeah, I can't give any. Yeah, I think you've hit, one of them is you would you would argue, you would definitely argue it is one of the greatest names of wrestling based on what they do away from wrestling he, as well. You would put him up there in the category with so many there's many many wrestlers you'd put up there, but I think you'd you kind of fall into the same category in wrestling wise with how good they really really were was William Regal. Yes. Yeah. I'd, I I'd know very, very, very similar wrestlers, I'd say. And the other one um, is rare. I mean, you know that. He just doesn't do these. If you yeah. look on YouTube, you, you will not see him. And it's it's going to be a good one. And I'm buzzing for it. And I think, I know you said about you know these podcasts are now along. I think next week, having you and this guy together, I can see it being like an hour and 20. I really do. I think it's going to yeah. be, it's just, and I think well, when you have someone that organic. What's the time we're pushing now? Because we're going to have to have a message with Ryan, I think. We got ten minutes to go, and if we if he's not in ten minutes, I think. But then again, we had McKinley join us, so who cares? We did. It was. It, like I said, I think it was. Uh, I think we we should feel very fortunate. I think with the people we've had so far, oh. um, and how how down to earth and how fantastic they have been. Uh, Ryan being one. Ryan's probably he's, he's one of the top ones. I think he's been so generous with his time. He's been fantastic. Replying to, even replying to a message. He's he's been. He's, he's part of the show and he's part of the furniture now. Do you know, and this is not a lot, I talk to him every day um, and we talk like for ages. And yesterday I just bombarded him with gif, uh, gifts of himself that I found. I just kept sending all these and he was and he replied <laughs> said, dude, I've got a face for radio. <laughs> That's literally what he said. Um, he's a really funny guy and I think with, with a lot of people that have been watching, I think a lot of them have said how yeah. funny, how, how down to earth, how... Like my brother, my, my brother and my dad both called me and said, "I can't believe what he's like in person. Like that's not what I pictured on TV." And that's that's kind of what they want as well. They want to be seen as these these real people. They are real people. They're not just a character. Um, so I think for a lot of people to see his real side as well. And obviously, he came up with his real side on on your on your interview with him. So it's nice to nice to see someone's real side. I think when I mean, they're, when they're talking to us. I think we the the when he came on the show um, with with me, kind of I think it's good. Two months ago, um, it, he didn't do interviews before, and he was very nervous. And I think the reason we've kind of got on is because he was grateful to, because you know the style of interviews when I do it on my own on the, the the show, it's a completely different style. And like even me and you doing this, we had a comment on the podcast. Um, people said they like how different our podcast is because yeah. we don't get wrestlers. To, we don't have them on to shoot about stuff. We just talk about the week. And like you've seen we, it, um, the last yeah, two we, shows. We, absolutely, we don't. We don't. At the end of the day, we're we're two wrestling fans that are really enjoying what we do, really enjoying hearing our own stories here, like fr from from wrestlers. So we don't. There's there's yeah, it's nice to get an exclusive, but if it's like a good exclusive, we're not we're not in for the bad publicity kind of thing. And if if someone have you have you heard him a good exclusive says the guy that on this very podcast shows <laughs> the new name for the ascension. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get a bigger exclusive for that. But my point is, I think. We don't want, we don't want something bad to come of yeah. it. We don't want someone to say something they then regret. Because I think for us personally, if I speak for myself, and I'm, I'm sure I speak for you, you as well. I think if something like that was to happen, we'd probably cut it out. Yeah. I, I think we would cut it out because this, this is meant to be kind of like an escape for people. I, that's that's how I see it for myself as well. So we come on here, have a bit of a chat, speak about wrestling, get everybody's opinion, then we head off home. Like it's 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 meant to be for fun. It's not nothing serious, just to. Have a chat with the wrestlers and not, not get them in trouble. <laughs> I think what makes it special with us is we don't, um, we have so many surprises. So we don't, in a week's advance, like we'll tell you the day before who's on, but you know, in a week's advance, we won't be like, oh, so and so's on the show. And that's what I think makes it special yeah. for us because we don't, and they share stories, you know, they've all worked together and they share the stories. But I want to kind of, because yeah. we don't normally get the chance, um, I want to talk about you for a lot of people because people won't realize you you're actually training to be a wrestler you've been on shows you perform live you've done um segments in the ring with wrestlers like rob sharp and i, I know he um complimented you on your, yeah. your ability as well so you know for, it's different for me i i'm never gonna be that i was a manager i was your manager um the mouthpiece um i i and it's i'm not just saying it i said it on a q a last week it's surprised me because when you used to say about you want to be a wrestler i'm not gonna i didn't know what to think 
and so I saw you train and that's when I kind of was like wow it, it was the te technique that you had that I think anyone who's watching when they actually see you do what you do is exceptional you've got a you've got Thank something you. that stands out and I think um that it'd be great when we keep doing these podcasts and you're going doing your training and you can talk about the shows that you've done I think that's gonna be really yeah. special yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to it and I'm, I'm looking forward to to training again getting back in the ring and kind of doing what I what I enjoy kind of doing the most kind of thing and hopefully make my favourite of wrestler proud carry, kind of carry the torch not, not that I need to play plenty of people are doing it but I'll well, if you do we'll invite him on we'll have Heidenreich on and you, he can talk to you about I would actually I'd, I'd really like Heidenreich on the show at one point but do you know it's funny you're, you're well it's not funny you guys like, but you're, your hero is Eddie Guerrero and he's <laughs> someone that we and I'm sure you won't mind me saying but we've watched documentaries on him and you'll literally physically be emotional and upset because he done so much for you in the sense of making you fall in love with wrestling and inspiring you to actually be a wrestler so would you say he's the greatest of all time like literally of any wrestler I, there's a lot of wrestlers a lot a lot of wrestlers i think in my personal opinion um not everybody's gonna have the same opinion as, as we like i like to like to say it all the time but i think personally i think there was nobody better that ever ever got in the ring no who, who like he got in the ring he was a heel but people still cheered him. He'd do things to get booed, but he'd still be getting cheered. He was just everything about him was just fantastic. His his in ring ability alone at five foot nine at that time, um, with all these ginormous wrestlers to kind of almost outshow them, out like just ah oh, yeah, he was he was something special to be fair. Something, do you know something that, very, very special. The, is he Angel Garza? Am I getting that right? Yeah, he's a fantastic. He, uh, I think he's second generation or third generation. Uh, well, a lot of people are calling him the new Eddie Guerrero. Vince McMahon says he uh, he reminds him of Eddie Guerrero. People 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 say it too much, and nobody's gonna be the new Eddie Guerrero. I think they all want to be their own identity. They all want to be themselves. They said it about Sammy Guevara as well. He's yeah. not. He's Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara wants to be the first Sammy Guevara. Angel Garza wants to be the the first Angel Garza. He wants to be remembered as Angel Garza, not oh. He reminds me of Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, that's, it's a compliment for them, absolutely. But they don't. I can't imagine it's it's what they want to hear all the time. Uh, they want to be them. They want to be kind of contribute something special to wrestling for themselves. And as as do I. I, I want people to be like, oh, okay, maybe oh, he's comment me and like compliment me and say, oh, he's wrestling at this particular wrestler, this that, and the other. Yeah, it's a compliment. But I want to be the first ever like David Batten kind of thing or wrestling as whatever my name is going to be. Just Dave just Dave <laughs> I mean, but it, yeah I mean I've said it before it was great to see what you do because when we first become friends and I seen you know little Dave come up I was like what and then I seen you five in there foot I was nine. Like, five, five foot nine can I add minus eight um but five I, foot nine the same height as Eddie Guerrero and I'll take that you can be I'm six foot and I'm like a giant to you you can be five, not a nine. giant compared to me I'm five nine and you're fucking a giant over me. I'm, about, oh, I'm a giant. I'm about width. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it was great because when I seen you, I was Yoka like, Luna. <laughs> yeah, it was Lou Marga. Yeah, Lou Marga, Yoka Luna. No, you're not really, but yeah. Yeah, it was great to see what you do. And I think um, what I'm looking forward to with these podcasts is actually when you're back training and we can just have updates on what you're doing because I think that's kind of there's a lot of people who want this at the minute and want that dream and I think to document yeah. it on these podcasts what you're doing is kind of help other people who are a little bit because I wouldn't want to do it I, I would worry about my fitness and if people think oh look at that fat move in the ring trying to I think I think I, I think for the I'm not one to give advice kind of thing because I'm not a professional wrestler yet. I'm trained to be a professional wrestler um but I think if you're to look at people, I think for, for the people that are, aren't as big, aren't as muscly, aren't as, like, aren't seen as these massive people that say, oh, how are you a wrestler? I think they, they need to go back, they need to look at people like Spike Dundee. They need to look at people like Rockstar Spud. Both massive, massive stars. Like, Rockstar Spud's biggest he's ever been. He was fantastic in impact. Like, he's, he's, he's done so much in his career, especially for British wrestling as well. Spike Dudley, you, th you think a small wrestler, you think Spike Dudley instantly. Yeah, you used to put people over all the time, but that's what makes you a good wrestler. You put people over. A lot of a lot of the really really good wrestlers are the people that are able to put somebody over. That's that's kind of that's the point of being that good. You'll you'll carry the match. You'll continue, and you'll you'll then put them over. And you sometimes make the not so good wrestlers look good, and that's that's essentially what 
people like Rockstar Spud and Spike do. But at the same time, they are fantastic wrestlers, mm. really, really good wrestlers, and they're not ginormous people. They're, I think how old's, how tall's Rockstar Spud? Like five four. I don't know if I'm insulting him by saying that, but he's not very tall. And I was way taller than him back then. I think. You're you're a little bit taller than him, so I'd say he's five 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 six. I'd say I'm he five is. nine. Yeah, so I'd say he's five five. Five 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 oh, yeah. six. Yeah. But that's it for today, <laughs> just Dave. Um we've been it and do you know what? I'm being genuine, that's one of my favourite podcasts that we've done because it was nice to have Eric on, but it was actually nice yeah. to just we don't get to speak about opinions that much anymore. Why uh, yeah. have I frozen on the screen? You have frozen on the screen. Oh, it's good. Perfect it's time, Lewis. That's horrendous. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on again. And next week, I'm not. We're not going to give out the names, but I promise you, it's going to no. be one of the most greatest podcasts that that we've done. The greatest podcast ever. Yeah. <laughs> do, do I look good? Do I look good to you right now or not? You look really laggy. You look so good to me, on here. Oh, thank you, man. Really appreciate that. Well, thank okay, you so well. much. Hey. <laughs> well, you're frozen. I'll do the outro. Thank you so much, Lewis. We want to say thank you so much to Eric Redbeard as well. Ryan, we miss you. We'd like to see you on next week, hopefully. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, you've only broken our hearts a little bit, but um, yeah. Yeah. Another fantastic podcast, and on to another week. Thank you very much.